Hello again. Now, it's been a busy few weeks as ever on the health front, much a bit under the radar. Given the COVID burst of activity there recently, it's no surprise the UK is slightly bringing forward its annual flu and now COVID vaccination programmes. Some time ago, we thought it might be slightly delayed October or later, but given recent numbers of COVID infections and the new variants flying out of the tin, this has been changed. I can't stress enough, though, the need to inform medical staff or your receptionist or first port of call person who takes your call of your COVID status, if asked. If you are seeking advice for a new chest infection, recent onset of cough, fever, sore throats, and like, we have seen patients recently who seem surprised to be asked a question. It really is still relevant. One person I saw recently having explicitly told the receptionist, no, 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 a COVID test was negative, I'm fine. Came in to see me, I recognised that cough, did a test and it glowed in the dark, almost immediately positive. Only then informed me, oh dear, I told a little white lie about the Covid test. I didn't actually do one. Covid tests, of course, aren't free any longer unless you're in one of several groups of those likely to develop serious Covid disease if you catch it. If so, your GP practice can issue you with a note for your pharmacist allowing any Covid tests over the counter to be free. Still, this weird summer continues. So many infections about somebody's little throats, strep ones too, oddly, and the usual viral diarrhoea and vomiting items as well. Less insect bites, oddly enough, we had those earlier in the summer. I see we've just had an overdose awareness day, something many of you will never ever experience, be it first, second or third hand, thankfully. That ever-dependable and redoubtable soul fear. Erzen Turk from Motivate, though, previously the Alcohol Advisory Service, was commenting via Max Radio about the use of a medication called naloxone. Now, medics have used this stuff for years as an antidote to opiate overdose. Not only in addicts, but patients in lots of situations wherein they have a need to lighten their opiate loading quickly. In terminal care, post-op, etc., Opiates are a group of medications with specific actions above and beyond pain and distress relief, of course. One such side effect of overdose being a marked slowing down of breathing, blood pressure and heart rate. Inject intravenously an unknown dose of, say, street heroin, and this may occur rather quickly, suddenly. Be alone with nobody about when you are chasing this particular dragon, and as they say, it could be a last dose. And you can stop breathing, the rest follows. In the United States, for example, some 100,000 people are lost annually to opiate overdose. X often use of stuff called fentanyl, a huge issue in the United States. Earlier this year, though, the mighty Food and Drug Administration licensed naloxone products for over-the-counter sale and usage. Used as a nasal spray, it takes minutes to learn. Will typically do no harm if you're not conked out in opiates, but maybe something else, like say diazepam or something, um, which um, which has no effect, by the way. But in the UK, we have not gone that far yet. However, anybody who may be involved in this trade of illicit opiate usage, be they that person, friend of, carer of, family of, hostel manager of, social worker of, or outreach nurse or similar of, may access an oxone nasal spray either via the DAT service or Motivate. Motivate are doing drop-in days, and Tuesdays, I think, this, this month, I think it is. It's confidential, it's quick to learn to use it and administer, and you never know, it may save a life. 
Talking of doubt, their longest-serving nurse, Martin Mackey, passed away recently, suddenly as well, as many in our trade will already know. Martin was a bedrock. He really was at the heart of DAP from the off, having worked in the mental health services and drug and alcohol care for perhaps nearly 50 years, I would think. Probably started there, finished there. Often retiring. Uh, then when he did retire, he continued in that role. He was still working. His sudden passing all the more tragic thus. <sighs> Wherever you now lay, Martin, enjoy the rest after a life of very hard toil. All of us who deal with, mingle with, amongst those with considerable problems involving drugs and alcohol, we know how hard this work can be, how relentless this work can be, how often frustrating and fulfilling it can be. However, like Martin, like Thea, like many others, there are those on this lovely island, many souls who do this work, are always there, get knocked back, but bounce back. As medics, though... Although our paths may cross often without much said about stuff, we know what you do. It doesn't go unnoticed. Thank you for what you do. Until next week. Cheerio.